I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. Now, we are here to talk about Sister Wives, Season 18, Episode 3, called Throwing Stones in Glass Houses. And we are like... Uh, emotionally, physically, <laughs> mentally drained because we, we just watched ugh, the episode. We just finished it moments ago and we are podcasting right now. This is and raw. I am spent. This is raw. <laughs> <laughs> I feel spent. I feel emotionally drained. I yeah. feel like Janelle right now, right after yes. when, I, when she's like, turn the cameras off. Yeah, when she's like, um, I have to, yeah, I have to process this. Yes. I have oh, to. Oh, God. Uh, what just happened? What what did we just witness? What did we just see? I don't know. It's the craziest episode of Sister Wives or any other show, for that matter, reality TV show that I have ever seen. It was so intense. It was so intense. So many oh. words were exchanged. I'm sure we so missed. So much happened. We had to rewind so many times. We had to go back so many times. And even when we went back three times, I was still picking up new stuff. Get, and yeah. I'm sure we we missed things. And, oh, my God. But I don't think we could have watched it again because it was so no. much. And, and and if we talk about every single... We would be here all night. Oh, my God. I mean, there's just so much that happened. This was a very intense episode. Yeah. All right. Um, so, okay, let's get started. Okay. It started out... The episode started out in Oklahoma. Yes. Where Cody is on a man trip. A man... Not a, not a boy's trip. A, a man trip. So he's there uh, with his brother, Michael. I think that's his young, youngest brother. Yes, this is... We realized we'd seen him before. Yeah, he, he came to visit them in... I think season four. Las Vegas. Yeah, so yeah like last... Uh, yeah. He's 33... His brother-in-law, Nathan, is there. He's married to Mary's sister, Rebecca. We've seen him several times before. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And then Brian was the the friend of his. He's the one who lives in Oklahoma that Cody officiated his wedding. Mm-hmm. So he talks about how, you know, he likes to get together with his bros. And he says it's kind of <laughs> like a men's group. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Where they only really talk about Cody's problems. Because <laughs> that takes up all the time. There's no time left. There's no time for anybody else's problems anybody in this group. Else. It's all just Cody's problems. Yes. And so Cody is walking them through the, his process. Yes. Yes. Of what's been happening uh, with this, with Christine leaving him. And, uh, you know, he, he starts out when he saw the boxes in the garage, he was in disbelief. But then he says that his first reaction, his first feeling after that was relief. Yes, it was. That was interesting. Yeah, it was relief and then anger. And he stayed he's there. Still, he's still in anger, people. Yes. And, and in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> he's still angry. Yeah. He's still very, very angry. But then he decided, you know, let me let me think about this. Let me research this. Let me get online <laughs> and think about how how do you deal with divorce and 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 divorce situations. So then he got online and he started to um learn about how this 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 we had to rewind <laughs> on, which was about these groups where it's about men who walk away from women. It's a, a movement. It's a movement of walking away from women movement about angry men who have been left or walking away from what was it walk away from women movement yeah about angry men who have been left so the woman left first and then the men, men are say, angry well i'm angry i'm walking away from women oh got it i okay. think women in general so like they're pissed it's essentially a women hating group exactly that Cody is starting to, you know, really get on. And apparently the feedback he's gotten from Robin especially is, ugh, yeah, you know, I don't like I, this. I don't like this. And you've really started to hate women. And the best is Didn't he, mentioned- he even use that word? I, I wrote down he he said that um he him, says woman hater. Yeah, he says being a woman hater affected his relationship with Robin. Yeah. So he's admitting to being a woman yeah. hater. Yeah. Well, and he shocking. says that, that both Robin and Janelle have made comments, but especially Robin. But he doesn't mention Mary at all. This no. is the best. Mary's is not even considered Mary, a wife. And you know what? Mind. Mary doesn't even, we see at the end of this episode, Mary doesn't even factor herself in anymore. No. I mean, that's the saddest part is Mary doesn't even factor herself in. Like Mary doesn't even, it's like, God, Mary, have some more respect for yourself. Yeah. And then Robin talks about how Cody's emotions are all over the place, but it always comes back to anger. Yes. And she says, you know, the only funny thing she's ever said, she says she calls it the Cody coaster. And I have to say that was very clever. (laughs) Robin. That was a good line. That was funny. Yeah. Maybe someone gave that to her and she stole it. Probably. Yeah. But um, and then thank God for Nathan. Nathan finally says the most sane thing that any of these men have said to him, which is Nathan says, you know, underneath all of this anger, because anger is a secondary emotion underneath anger is fear, he says. And it's true. It's anxiety. And then he says the other one was what is self-delusion, self-delusion, which I I don't know so much about that. But it's, you know, he says that it's yes, it's. Really, it's, you know, his sadness and his all of that. And he says that Cody needs to look in the mirror and own up to everything, the good, the bad and the ugly. Oh, what a crazy, crazy idea for him to maybe look at himself a little bit and stop 
stop freaking out and getting so angry about Christine and look at yourself and maybe ask yourself what went wrong. What role did I play in this? Yes. You know, he's just blame, blame, blame. He blamed Christine for everything and now he's going to blame Janelle for yes. everything. God, As if stop. he was not he, he was not a part of this yeah. marriage. He had no part You know, to play. even if, I have to say, with couples, you know, even if you're in a couple and one person cheats, yes, it's not the person who didn't cheat, the, the, the person that was cheated on or whatever, you know, even though it's not their fault that the person, che- the other person cheated, they still play, you know, everyone plays a role. Mm-hmm. When something goes wrong in a marriage, every both parties, maybe it's 90% one person, but there's still 10% the other person. Nobody, if you have two people in something, it's someone is, even if you're, even if you're doing everything, you know, you feel like you're great. There's still, you still have yeah. a percentage. So yeah. Brian asks him, well, what are you going to do? You know, how are you going to feel if Christine enters into another relationship, which we all know she does. Mm-hmm. And Cody says, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I felt betrayed jealous i mean i guess there's not much i can do yeah well and before that oh. um we get this interjection from um well first cody says that he he's you know just going back in time mm-hmm. saying he felt ambivalent when christine said don't come over anymore and he said he thought she was just playing with him oh. or playing a game mm-hmm. and that uh, you know, then he starts talking about shame, like sadness and shame, the shame of divorce, mm, which I think I missed is a, that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were probably catching up on the, <laughs> the last section. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think Cody and that's tied in with ego. You know, mm-hmm. he, he feels shame. Yeah. Like people are going to look at him like, oh, you were this guy who went on a TV show and talked about, you know, what a great polygamous husband you were. And now these women are leaving you. Yes. And, oh, yeah. You know. And so then Robin says that she thinks it's important for Cody to have this man time, but she, that she should have they should have put that at the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that she, men need men time, women need women time. And Janelle says Cody's always needed his man time, and they used to call it Testosterone Tuesday. In, oh yeah, in Utah. I guess I didn't write that down because I was like, why? Why are we interjecting this? Now? Yeah, What's it the was point? kind of out of order. But anyway. And then um, Cody starts explaining how one of the good things about polygamy is when if, if the wife is being cantankerous, uh, it's nice to be able to get away from her and go to another wife. And Mary says, you know, that's bullshit because you just because you have somewhere else to go doesn't mean that you shouldn't stay there and try to work out whatever mm-hmm. is happening. And yeah, what you're just going to leave leave all your responsibilities to this wife and children and just mm-hmm. because you don't like how things are going and then go to the next wife's house and that's true i mean yeah. that that's a, that's abusing polygamy that's not like a benefit of polygamy that's an abuse of polygamy yes if, if you just you know run away because you can yeah yeah exactly so um yeah so anyway then they talk about uh Christine and Cody just, uh, he just keeps going on about how he's been betrayed and yada, yada, yada. But Cody does realize that he thinks that this moment, that he thinks that the moment in time where he lost Christine or the moment where he Mm -hmm. felt like things could have changed was that he says at one point, Christine told him how much she hated polygamy Mm -hmm. and um, how unhappy she was. And he thinks that at the time he said that I, 
I told her that, um, no, 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 you know, well, you've gotten so much from polygamy. You've gotten me and of your, course, yeah. and, and your kids, first. And, oh, and, first your kids. and the kids. And this is also great. And he realizes now that he should have validated her feelings and, you know, been there for her. And then we get this this uh, interview with Christine and she says, no, it had nothing to do with that. She said it was because I did everything for him, everything for him and beyond. And when I asked him for help, she, he said, no help with their, their children, kid, you know, he, yeah. I needed help with the kids and he was never around and not able to help at all. And, um, that he was incredibly helpful with Robin and her kids. And, um, you know, she, he was not like that with her and her kids. And then yeah. we get into this whole thing about him saying that when, is this where he gets into this whole thing about like when they were in Lehigh, yeah. he was working 60 hours a week. So and he couldn't help. He couldn't help. And I guess once Robin, because Robin came in around the time of the TV show and he wasn't working and they were doing the TV show and the MLM stuff, he was at home a lot more but and then we hear from robin saying well yeah that's right cody wasn't around that's why i always needed babysitters mm -hmm. that i couldn't ask him for help but obviously there's a real disconnect here because all the women seem to feel like he spent the bulk of this time with robin so and that helped him with his kid with her kids a hell mm -hmm. of a lot more than the other oh, kids yeah definitely because he wasn't having to work 60 hours a week at some you know just a regular job yeah so, um, and it's obvious, it's very, very obvious that when they were in Vegas and, and we're doing this rewind right now and we're in season five, which is about the time that they're in Vegas and Christine is really, really struggling and having a hard time and no one is helping her. And mm -hmm. it's very obvious that it looks like, and she's asking for help and she's, and she's needing help. Yeah. And it seems like it's around this time that maybe Cody is really helping a lot with Robin's kids mm -hmm. and Robin has a nanny, her right. sister. Right. Where's Christine's nanny? Yeah. So. It, and then he did admit that his anger has affected everyone. Mm hmm So and it's like, okay, well, then do something about it. Yes. But. So. Yeah. yeah. So then, then we enter into uh, a very. scene. Very intense scene that went on for quite a long time. But the best is we're at Janelle's house. And the, the thing is, is that we're at Janelle's house and, and the the. Janelle needs to finalize Christmas because she's going to, she rented this Airbnb and she's going to have Christmas separate and she needs to kind of finalize these plans with Cody. And the best is Cody, Janelle's sitting on this teeny tiny little couch because mm -hmm. it's the only it's couch, like a little seat, yeah. this love seat. It's the only thing that'll fit in her tiny apartment. And Cody comes walking into barging this, such, in, barging yeah. in like such bravado, like he owns the place mm -hmm. into this apartment and he comes storming in and he's like with sunglasses on. He's like, Oh, it's so cold out there. And he's like, comes in and he's like, I need to drink. And he starts all he's, she's just trying to get some work done. And he's yammering on about like, I only drink hot water right now. I'm yeah, drinking hot the water. Only I need I to get stay warm. warm. I gotta get some hot water here going. Like, yeah. oh, shut up. And then he's like, you have a very small Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, because I have this very tiny yeah. fucking apartment. That apartment, got it so small. And uh, there's just stuff stacked up er everywhere wherever she can fit it in every corner and every nook and cranny it's just full of stuff because it is tiny mm -hmm. tiny i mean uh, it's so unfair so she's like well yeah i'm gonna take it with me to the uh airbnb she's trying to very subtly <laughs> you know the airbnb i'm gonna go to the airbnb 
Yeah, and then they flash back to the scene where they were all on Robin's porch outside, and um, uh, she tells, let's see, you know, she's explaining to Cody that um, everyone but Maddie and Caleb are coming for Christmas, Mm -hmm. and so they've got this Airbnb, and then Christine and some of her kids are going to come up and join them, and they're all going to be there together, and Cody is just pissed. Yes. And he says it's like another knife. A knife through the heart, people. Another now, knife. So he's got one through the kidneys. Right. And now through the heart. heart. It's, it's amazing that he's yeah. able to stand. Christine stabbed him in the kidneys. <laughs> and then Janelle has <laughs> now stabbed him in the heart. <laughs> but when Mary left him, he's fine. Right. No stabbing. <laughs> no stabbing. Then. No stabbing. And, you know, he's just, he's just pissed. Yeah. Cause, because... She's also telling him, you know, how, well, Hunter's coming to stay here on Monday. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, Hunter's coming. Like, he's, it's starting to come together in his mind. Yeah. Like, it's happening. He's his realizing, oh, all of these kids are coming. They're all going to come to, and I'm, I have no part of I it. Have no this pl- is, yeah. I have no place in it. No one's talked to me about right. it. No one's even, Hunter hasn't even texted me. Yeah, it sounds like. He didn't even know. That he these, didn't even know these that. guys were coming. And, and he's and, like, oh, well, what's, oh, you you and Christine are sharing this rental and she's like, yeah, well, Christine's coming like the 27th, you know, Oh, you're sharing the rental with Christine. And she's like, yeah, we're sharing this rental. Okay. Fine. But, but Janelle says to him, she says, you know, some of the kids have asked, yes. if, do you think dad will come to see us at the Airbnb? Yes. And he says, absolutely not. He says, I have a house. I have a place to celebrate Christmas. Why would I go there? Uh huh. And then Janelle says, well, so interesting, which I think is very interesting, right? When he says, I have a house. So mm-hmm. technically, Cody, when you describe polygamy to us, you technically yeah. don't have a house. So if Janelle is renting this Airbnb, shouldn't that's you, your house? That's your house. So which night is Christmas? Yeah. Isn't it whomever wife you are with? Yeah. Right. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? No, he's always telling on himself. I yeah. Mean, and Janelle Caught says, you. Yeah. Caught Janelle you. says, but you put stipulations on, you know, anybody coming to your house. No, I cleared that up. Yeah. I cleared that up. I, we had a conversation. I cleared that up. I corrected. I'm sorry. I corrected that. I corrected that. I corrected that, bro. I corrected that. <laughs> and she I corrected says, that. Well, we're going to have a conversation, a talk, a yeah. conversation. And she said, but, but it's too late. Like, I had already told them what was going on. And then Cody basically says, OK, well, then it was your job to go back to them, tell them my correction and, you know, get, you know, facilitate this. And Janelle is just like, well, then you should have called them. And she says, you know, you Cody always wants her to facilitate these yeah. relationships and that's and be the person to do that. But improper. That's not that's not the way it works. But you didn't support my COVID rules. We we need we're parents, Janelle. We needed to have a united, united front. front. We yeah. need to have a united front. And and you should have and immediately, I mean, it was just like he was so incensed that she would not just you know, tell her kids what, tell to, her do kids or, what to do yeah. or just say, hey, can you just come on, you guys? Just come on. Go apologize to dad. Yeah. Just call him. Just call him. Just have a make conversation. Him, have a conversation. Make him happy. She, he was beyond yeah. incensed because he, what he says is you're not representing me mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Meaning you're my mouthpiece right. to the family as if like these six children that you, you know, you represent me with these six children and you need to be 
representing me. And Janelle's like, well, you made me choose loyalties. You said to me, it's either my children or me. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? Here we go. We're back to this ego stuff. She chose. She picked her kids. children. Yeah. She chose her kids. And that that again is his, is his ego getting the best of him, realizing, oh, crap, she chose her kids. Yeah. She chose her kids over me. And she's like, you wanted me to kick my boys out in the middle of COVID. Mm-hmm. You wanted me to kick out my boys during a pandemic. pandemic. And I am I not going to do that. And she's like, I was following the CDC rules. I was doing this stuff. I was sitting around. It was never good enough for you. I was doing all those things. And um, it was just not enough. And they, then they kind of went on this whole thing about like when I gave you the rules and I was telling you all the rules and I was rules, rules. Like, yeah, which at this thing, point is just irrelevant. It, it, it's really irrelevant. Like, and, and his whole thing about like how he was talking to the boys all the time and the boys, he would tell the boys and the boys would claim, they would say to him, yeah, I'm following all the rules. And then they brought back COVID and all this. And now, you know what the thing is, is that we're now, it's in, in the timeline, we're now at the end of 2021. And as we all know, know here right that at this point we all know that yes there are so there were certain things that people could have done to protect themselves right get vaccinated get vaccinated was a big one Mm -hmm. by that point but obviously as we all know there were some people that were super uber careful and still got covid and there were some people that were gallivanting around and didn't hello cody got cody cody got covid Uh uh-huh and everyone in that house, except for Aurora, got COVID. Where did they get COVID from? Mm-hmm. I thought they were being so yes. careful. Yes. The and- kids weren't going to school, right? Remember that whole thing about he wanted, you know, them to keep Isabel and whoever out of school because he was keeping his, yeah. Robin's kids out of school. Well, and the other thing is, too, I mean, again, it, it all comes back to this idea of rule, quote unquote, rules. It's just it's a little bit of. It is incredibly hard to, this was the whole issue with COVID is, you know, rules and there were guidelines and it really came down to each person had to decide for themselves what was going to work for them or not. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, these boys, they felt like they were following the Mm -hmm. rules. And so, you know you taking this attitude of like they were lying to me and they were telling me one thing and then they were going out and getting COVID. It's like that getting COVID does not mean that you weren't following the rules, Cody, because you got COVID. Exactly. And you cannot control a fucking virus. Yes. That's yes. Thank you. You cannot control a virus as much as you want to. So then at this point, he just kind of goes on a tirade of just making accusation after accusation to Janelle. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm tired of being gaslit. And Janelle says, you're gaslighting me. And he says, you won't take responsibility for your actions. Uh, you you lack loyalty, trust. You lie. You gaslight. You're not you're not taking responsibility. I mean, he just goes, he's yeah. just ripping into her. And she says, oh, but you and Robin are the paragons of honesty and perfection. Oh, and we both went, oh, <laughs> That was the best. We had to pause. We had to pause. (laughs) And we went, ooh, that was so good. I was like, yes, Janelle, yes. Because, you know, if this was a boxing match, I don't really watch fighting, but this would be like just a blow across the cheek. It was like, yes, good knockout there. Because he kept 
fucking interrupting her. And just insult after insult oh, after kept insult. interrupting, but she just got a yeah. jab in there really was like, yes, get they're that. They're not having, yeah. twist it, twist it. They're oh, not goodness. having a discussion. It's just this, he's just like unloading on uh, her. But she then says, but then she alludes to this. And this is what she, she says. This is much deeper than that. You were gone for four or five months mm-hmm. and the, and, you know, they started to dig into the fact that it wasn't just about COVID. It was like, and the kids and how, and Robin. And that's yeah, when they started to care. And, and they started to get into this, what we all know, which is that Cody was using COVID as an excuse mm-hmm. to stay with Robin. And everyone knows that he was always with Robin all the time, that this mm-hmm. is where he's been. For That's where he feels comfortable. And he did not want to be in Janelle's uh, little apartment. He didn't want to be in his apartment. He didn't want to be in her RV. He didn't want to be in any of the other places. No. He didn't want to be at Christine's house. He didn't want to be at Mary's house. He wanted to be at Robin's house. And he... That's where things have been forever. And then COVID came along and blew it all up. And that's what she was alluding to. Yeah. And so then... Oh, then this another really yeah, good thing so came up. She says... Oh, he accuses her of lying. He's like, that's an exaggeration and a lie. Which, first of all, it's either one or the other. Can't be both. Um, And he says, you lied about what's happening. And Janelle says, you're manipulating me. And um, he says, tell me. No, he says, no. Tell the whole world. And then he looks straight into the camera. Yes. Looks straight and yeah. points and looks at the camera and he says, tell the whole world how I've manipulated you and then go hang out with your buddy, Christine. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that was so good. That was so good because that tells you something. He is so pissed. This kills mm-hmm. him. It kills this him. Kills that, him. That now that she that uh, now. But he is willing all of this to happen because the thing is, it's almost kind of like. He's facilitating it. He's he's making it happen, but it's this weird thing. It's such a it's it's so weird. It's like he 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 doesn't want it to happen, but he wants it to mm-hmm. happen. It's like he is he doesn't want to admit he, that he, he wants he, it. But he he but he does he does and he doesn't. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's yeah. like he is so hurt by Christine leaving, but he's but but he's shoving her that way. He's it's, pushing. He's pushing Janelle out, and she even says that at one point. Oh, yeah. That's the next thing. Yes, he's saying that I made all the effort, and Christine is gone. And Janelle says, "Yeah, now you're pushing me out the door." Yeah, you don't want to be in a plural marriage. And he's like, "You undermined me. You made me. Um, you made a what was it? What did I just say? You made fun of me. You know, you can't co-parent with Christine. You know." Yeah, You're, he says you never co-parented with me. You co-parented with Christine, and he and then he starts basically saying you were never a good wife. Mm-hmm. You know that she always basically did her own thing without consulting him. Yeah, and she never supported him as being the head of the family. Yes, yes, and it's like wow, like we're going deep now. Like, oh, and all of the same. And what does this all sound like? Doesn't this all sound like what happened last year on the porch? Right. All the same stuff he said to Christine. You all the never same- tried to be nice to these people. You never did this, Christine. You were you never yeah. nice to... Yeah. I mean... All the same stuff. You exactly. did this. You did that. You were this. You were that. And it was like... all. It's such BS because as we all know, we're doing our rewind. You know, we all know that, of course... 
Janelle co-parented with him. We all know. We see that she was Janelle, always defending him. Yeah, Janelle was always so easy and yeah. so easy to get along with, and just the easiest one. She was the one that made all the fucking money, mm-hmm. and she did everything. And she was so Mary was the pain in the ass that mm-hmm. was like, you know, we, we're in season five right now, and she's the one that's spending thousands of dollars on the wet bar, yeah, and French doors, and French doors, and God knows what else. And she's the easy one that's like trying to eliminate rooms and having her kids sleep on the floor out front of the house. You know, I mean, you've got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. She is the one who's really always been the easiest wife. And for the first, you know, and... And here comes, I don't think the two of them have ever really had an incident like this. Yeah, they've and never for the, had a fight. Yeah, fight and, and I feel like for the first time ever, she's sort of saying, you know, she's choosing her children. Right. And for the first time, she's sort of saying, you've got to be kidding me here. I'm not going to do this. I'm yeah. going to choose my kid. And and he's, and then the first, first sign of this, he's like, well, you're awful. You're terrible. You're this, you're that. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. And he ends it with like, well, you've cheated me out of contact with my family. It's like, I'm sorry. Did she take your phone from right. you did and she, your will to speak? Did she block your, did, tell, I'm sorry. tell Garrison to block your number? I'm sorry. No. Did she take your phone and your feet and your car yeah. and your, and Google Maps from you? Has she <laughs> taken you the will and ability did she tell you that Gabe's birthday wasn't October 11th? <laughs> has she told? Has, did she take you all of this away from you? I'm yeah. sorry, Cody. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Because she hasn't. She's yeah. done none of that. No, he's just desperate. He's desperate. And, you know, he she's still trying to talk to him rationally and he just keeps interrupting her and won't let her talk and he's just throwing insult after insult at her and so finally she says shut your fucking mouth and let me talk and then he's like oh no 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 he can't handle that he gets up yeah he gets up and she's like this is not only me and you know he he goes and gets a little more hot water Before he storms out the door. No, he can't. But but she she when she said fucking listen to me, he can't handle it. So he gets up and he has to go get more hot water. God is hot water. And then he starts to go out the door and she's like, no, you stay here and you talk to me. And he says, no. And it gets like all like a little kid. I'm not going to. I don't want to. Well, he says like he gets up and he says, I don't expect you to help me. I've been here day in and day out. Right. I've been here day yeah, in right. and day out doing everything. And she says, no, you stay here and talk. And then he says, you, you're not listening. Well, I'm not going to listen to you because you're not listening. <laughs> like one of that thing. And she just tells him to fuck off. Yeah. And, and then, then he, he slams, slams the, door. the door. And and so uh, and I was emotionally. <laughs> I was like, what just happened here? OK, now. And then so, Janelle says, turn off the cameras. Janelle says, turn off the cameras. Then they turn the cameras back on, and she is crying. She's shaken. Mm-hmm. Obviously shaken, as she should be. And um, she says, he is just looking for an excuse to leave me. And she says, then what happens to me? Mm-hmm. You know, it's clear that he he's, we're not going to be a couple. And then, she, you know, she said she spent about a half hour... <laughs> processing all of this and then um she i don't know called him texted him or whatever and said come get your stuff out of my house <laughs> it only took her half, half hour. an hour i was like holy that's decisive shit balls but yeah but obviously this has been brewing yes you know? well and also how much stuff does he have at no. that place he has like maybe a box yes one box of barely stuff. i mean because was, he yeah. was never there 
You know, I don't think he ever spent the night yeah. there. I hope she just threw it out in the front. It was like, yeah. get your shit. Poured you, hot water yeah. on it. And just fuck you. Yeah. And then he says that, um, you know, she, she does not want to see him. And she says it looks really bad if he leaves a wife. So his tactic is he just ignores you until you leave. Mm-hmm. You know, he just like what he's done to Mary. And, yeah. You know, yeah. When she's still there. And, you know, he did that to Christine until she left. Mm-hmm. And now he's doing it to Janelle. And, and it's like, that's his MO. And this is the part that just makes no, truly no sense, which is he ignored it with Mary and she's just sticking around. And then, but so that's the part I never quite understood with the Christine stuff is you didn't seem to want to be with her anymore. Right. So why are you so mad that she's leaving? And then... You're so angry she's leaving, and then then you're so and you don't seem to want to spend time with Janelle, and you're so mad at her, and you're so mad that she and Christine are spending time together. So why do you care so much? Like, why are you mad? Why are you mad? Like, why are you so mad? So you people are mad. The opposite of love isn't hate. So the opposite, right? The opposite of love is indifference. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, why aren't you indifferent? Yeah. Why, why aren't, aren't you, so upset? you know, so there's something going on here. I think it's because it, these relationships are not ending the way he wants them to, you know, uh, this relationship with Janelle is ending. And not only is it ending with Janelle, it's ending with all of her children, mm-hmm. basically. And then like with Christine or yeah, with Christine, she's moving away mm-hmm. with truly, um, so he didn't like that ending, you know. So the Mary ending's acceptable because he doesn't have a relationship with Leon. Yeah, there's nothing and it's that fine. he wants. There's nothing that he wants from her. But with with Christine and 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 Janelle, because they have all these kids, mm-hmm. then he, that he that's wants, upsetting. That he wants to continue. Got it. And you know how he's always saying he's like always accusing them both of shit talking him about him to mm-hmm. their kids, mm-hmm. which they don't. Like they're, they are, uh, you know, the opposite, you know, they're trying to facilitate as much as possible, but you know, at a certain point, you (laughs) kids make up their own minds about how they feel. Yeah. And these are adults. So anyway, um, but the problem is, is that Chanel has nothing financially. (laughs) She's now the next thing that she's realized is I've screwed myself financially Mm-hmm. Because all of everything that she has is tied up into this property on Coyote Pass. She's like, I'm 50 years old. I have nothing. We use partly cash, and the other part of the property is a private mortgage, as we all know. So, um, and again, you know, we all know the financial situation. Right. We talk about it incessantly. So, and then Cody makes this incorrect statement where he says that uh janelle has the same financial interests as everybody else and it's like no janelle does not have a house yeah yeah you but all- he keeps claim but he keeps claiming it at one point janelle had the opportunity to buy okay. a house and so what that is true she never bought the house mm-hmm. she still owed a house yeah you know everybody christine had her house she was able to sell that keep the money mm-hmm. robin has her house mary uh, I think it's still renting, but someone's paying for that. Um, you know, it's just some like $5,000 a month rent or something crazy because she rents this huge house. I know. And apparently. she also has that 
Lizzie's Heritage Inn. Yeah. You know, which is, you know, basically she could always live there if she wanted to. Janelle doesn't have a house. Mm -hmm. And she has this equity in Cody Pass that she can't even access. And there might not even be any equity in Cody pa- Coyote Pass, you mm-hmm. know? Who knows? Oh, it's terrible. But it's she terrible. did buy that RV. So I think the down payment on a house is in the RV. Yeah, she's got to get rid of that RV. So, I don't know. Yeah. So now we're in Salt Lake, Utah. <laughs> and, oh, thank God. Some, it's calmed down because... Yeah. Um, it's Christmas, and um, Christine is helping Garrison make rolls. Over Zoom. Over Zoom. Thank he's, God. It was like, oh, thank God. He's <laughs> at his girlfriend's house, and they blurred out her face. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was wants, like, I don't want to be part she, of this. She wants no part of this. Uh, so, yeah, and they talk about how, you know, basically Christine is like a second mom mm-hmm. to all of uh, Janelle's kids, and we already know all that. Yeah. Then... Uh, Wah, wah. we go back <laughs> oh, now two. we're outside at mary's house so mary's not gonna let cody and robin into her house no. she's like well f you people you're right. not gonna let me in my you in made it. me sit out in the cold like a few weeks ago so guess what turn around is fair play we can just sit out here by this just, little fire I'll, pit. I'll at least build you build you a fire yeah so apparently cody's come right from janelle's house yeah that's what he but said i would think that it's at least been a half hour, right? I mean, I was hoping that the he message? was going to get the phone call from I know. her while he was I there. Know. That would have been awesome. That would have been great. So, Cody's there, and he's um, he reports back to um, uh, Mary and Robin. He's like, Christine and Janelle are trying to shut me out. They're trying to, <laughs> they're, 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 you know, they aren't bringing the kids over. And it was a mess, and we threw rocks at each other, and we didn't talk. Just we yelled, yelled at each other, blame, and it was a mess. Game. Yeah, it was a whole thing. And yeah, he's like, the boys aren't talking to me. And then he claims that he reached out yeah, to them. Yeah, I was like, well, he says he has reached out to everyone. And I'm like, well, what does mm-hmm. that mean? You've yeah. reached out to every single one of your children. You've reached out to these boys. What if, and he says that he's like, and, um, you know, Janelle is colluding with mm-hmm. the kids. I love this collusion. Big, colluding. Oh, collusion. And yeah. even Mary, who tends to stand up for Cody, she's like, come on. Like, let's just say she's not colluding. Is it, yeah. po- you know, colluding? That's a, That's a little much. Like, maybe is it possible? Like, she, even she's just like, you've got to be kidding me here. Um, and Christine says, I became the head of my family out of necessity. You know, they came to me because... I was there for them. Right. I was there. And again, this keeps coming back to the same thing, which is that it's a two-way street. The children, if you are not physically around for your children, they will go to the parent who is around. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if your kids constantly have to go find you at Robin's house mm-hmm. every single time they need to talk to you, but your mom is always there in the house, right. they're going to go to your mom. And it's the same thing. If if you, if the older brother is always there, if the older sister is always there, if the nanny is always mm-hmm. there and your parents are always gone, they're going to go to the nanny. Like, it's like anything else in life. The person that is shows up every single day and does the pick up and drop off. And that's the person that people will feel comfortable with. That's how it works. Well, right. And also, Cody was not only physically unavailable. I mean, he's he's emotionally unavailable because even if they had to be physically separated for some reason he can call 
Mm -hmm. Look, the burden, you know, and he said at one point, the phone goes both ways. No, not when you're a parent. When you're Mm -hmm. a parent, the burden is on you to maintain the relationship, to keep it going, to reach out, all of that stuff. I don't care how old the kids are. You are the parent. You are always the parent. You are always the one. The ball's in your court. Yeah. And you have to at least try. If if your child refuses to talk to you, well, then, I mean, but you have to, you cannot just sit back and wait for your kids. That's an awful feeling yes. for children mm-hmm. to just kind of be waiting around, mm-hmm. you know, waiting for something to happen, waiting for some contact. God, I mean, he's just like, he's the worst. This, mm-hmm. is, so, this is also traumatizing. Yes. <sighs> so, um... Now it's, uh, so they decide that they're going to have Christmas Eve. So they're trying to figure out where are we going to have Christmas Eve? Because they, it's now clear that it's just going to be Mary Mary and Robin and her kids. So and it's going to be kind of like what it was for Thanksgiving. Essentially, it's going to be yeah. separate. And it's so sad because Mary basically spells it out, which is it's it's basically it's Cody and Robin's house Mm -hmm. and it's her house. And she basically has spelled that out where it's very clear that she sees herself as a third wheel or separate Mm -hmm. from them. So Christmas Eve is uh, always at Mary's house. And she talks about how she used to make everyone pajamas, but now she just buys them. (laughs) And she said that it used to be magical and it's not so magical anymore. So if she wants magic, she's got to make magic. It's like, God, Mary, go out and find someone. Make your own magic. Like, why are you lingering around with these two? Why it's like, get the fuck out. Go to wherever, why don't you go to wherever Leon and Audrey live and yeah. have uh, Christmas with them? And yeah, and that's the thing. Like, they put it on Mary. They say, well, are you going to invite all these people? to? Because it is your house. Yeah. Are you going to invite all these other people to your house for for Christmas Eve? And they kind of debate it and go back and forth about it. And ultimately, she says, probably not. Because... I think she's afraid nobody would come. Mm-hmm. It would be. And, and then obviously if there were uh, then Robin and Cody wouldn't come mm-hmm. and they're the only thing she's got left, you know? Yeah. It's kind of, it's yeah. I mean, I, I, I really, I feel for Mary. I feel yeah. like Mary. She's in a bad situation. Yeah, she's in a, she's in a terrible situation. I mean, I'm glad to hear that she and Leon are in a good space, but it is. It's like, God, go, maybe go live near Leon and build a life there and build a life with Leon and their partner. And maybe they'll have kids and just be a grandmother. I don't know. Like, just be there and and build a life there. Meet someone new, you know. Yeah, these people are no longer serving you. Yes. This whole situation is no longer serving you. But it's just like Mary's asking them permission whether or not to invite them. I'm like... You know, you have a relationship, don't you, with Janelle and Christine? I mean, go to them and talk to them. Apparently not. I guess not. I mean, I don't think she does. You know, they've never been on good terms. And they've only, you know, Janelle and Christine have only (laughs) tried to be nice for the sake of the family. But now they have no reason to do that or interest to do that. I didn't write down what was the final um, thing that Cody said. What was his wrap up? He had some kind of wrap-up thing that he said. I didn't write it oh, down. Oh, I didn't write it oh. down either. The last thing I have is Mary says she's probably not going to invite everyone. <laughs> and then next week's Christmas, and then we'll see what happens from there. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was just wow. an intense... Oof, boy. It was very intense. It was very intense. Um, yeah, so we were talking earlier about... Uh, I guess Mary had um, said on one of her Fridays with Friends uh, things, she said that this season is going to take t- 
take the family all the way through the end of 2022. Not yeah. necessarily the end end, but late, at least yes. late. So a year, approximately a year is going to so. span this. So this is going to be a long season. Yes, apparently the season's going into into next year. Into January. Into January of next year. So wow. it makes a lot of sense. So now them starting in, because we were all complaining about it, well, mainly me, was complaining about how they started right after and why are we starting it so long ago. But if this is Janelle's season, and it's the... the, the yeah, the, they have to tell the whole story. If, if, if this season is about the breaking up of Janelle and Cody's marriage then this is the beginning. Well, so they had like to start from the beginning. Yeah, I don't know what more they can... It feels like it's done. I don't well, know I don't know. Maybe we're going to see them, the breaking down of this money thing of like, mm-hmm. how does she make it right with the money? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see more. I don't know. I mean, next week we see him say, maybe I'll be the devil that I, that yeah. I think I am. Who knows? I mean, we've already seen... I mean, this was so intense. Yeah. Just this one episode. Um, and then there was a little bit, you have a little bit of gossip from, but it wasn't that much. I thought it was better than that about the McKelty and the. Oh, McKelty on her Patreon. She was commenting on the last episode and she clarified a few things about this text message chain gone wrong. She said she initiated it. It wasn't Logan who initiated it, but confirmed that. Yeah, once Robin got involved and started trying to set the agenda, people didn't really appreciate it. And it all went to shit. It devolved. Yeah, it was bad. And then uh, another thing she was talking about, how the ear piercing. Mm-hmm. Um, she felt that that was inappropriate. It shouldn't have been um, aired. And because, because he, Cody made such a big deal about the ear piercings with the other girls, and they all had to wait. Mm-hmm. And then um, it was discovered in that scene that uh, Aurora, when they, she came out after getting her ears pierced, she had a clotter ring on. Mm-hmm. And so she addressed that and she said that Cody gave some of the older girls a clotter ring, um, but she got in trouble for something when she was like 12 and she was told that she couldn't get a clotter ring. She mm-hmm. had to earn it earn that privilege back but of course she didn't tell us what she did but what she could what possibly could she have done she wore a mini skirt to school i don't know i oh, wore a tank top yeah and so she never got one and then when she and tony got engaged christine was upset that uh mckelty got this engagement ring from tony without ever even having gotten a ring from her father first mm. like your father should give you your first ring mm. so she made cody buy her Clottering. Got it. That doesn't okay. sound very special, but well, whatever. I never got a ring from my father. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> we just got like our checks and cash. Yeah, our father never gave us a ring. He just gave us a lot of checks and like, here you go, <laughs> take this money. But you know, he did give us an education. Oh yeah, he's, a very expensive education he's and a uh, very generous, generous father. Generous father. So he, he, you know, but with him, it's always nothing like, sentimental. No, God, no. Just, just. <laughs> checks in lawyer paper the kind that have legal pads here's your check love dad (laughs) happy birthday happy birthday and something sarcastic (laughs) that's the love right in there um yes okay so i am i am emotionally spent (laughs) i know i'm exhausted oh god i gotta get to bed I am just so drained. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brooke, wrap us up. Okay. Well, that was... <laughs> I, need, I need a hug. <laughs> I need 
to go home and see my pugs. Yes, get some <laughs> pug love. I can need some pug love with my pugs. Oh. And, and <laughs> I know it's been a long day because we also recorded a whole bunch of episodes before this, having no idea what was ahead. What, what, what we were going to go through with Cody. No. And I mean, it just started off in Oklahoma with this man group. I yes. mean, it just that's where we started. <laughs> There is so much information uh, just coming, being just thrown out. Oof, anyway, boy, okay. anyway, so this is a uh, thank you for joining yes. us. Thank you. If you're still listening, thank you for hanging in there. So um, we are, of course, releasing uh, Sister Wives season 18 on Mondays. We're doing our Sister Wives Rewind on Tuesdays. Subscribe so that you can get both of those episodes right when they are released. Um, and also, we have lots of other stuff in our archives. Um, we just finished doing And Just Like That, season two. We have lots of documentaries, true crime, other reality TV. Check it out. And we are on social media, on TikTok and Instagram at Psych Legal Pop. And if you enjoyed the podcast, if you could give us a five-star rating and review, we would really appreciate it. And... We will see you soon. Yes. For more. Yeah. To be continued. Yes. Like a like a knife in the kidneys. Yeah. <laughs> like a knife in the, in the Where heart. Where the knife's going to go next? Yeah, next but... week. I don't know. Who knows? All right. So, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com